So, uh, Ranger was solo. You guys liked it. It was fun. Uh, listening to me ramble on for two hours about a horror film that was horrible. Uh, don't forget to get at us at Talking During Movies on Instagram. Talk During Movies, Talking During Movies podcast at gmail.com and at Talk During Movie at Twitter. Now that all that fun stuff's out of the way and you got to hear that great opening song, ladies and gentlemen, it is my great pleasure to introduce someone who I call a friend, but I have that I have that weird thing where as soon as I meet someone, I assume we're friends. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Deb O'Keefe. Oh, hi, Jason, my friend. <laughs> my friend? I believe we are friends. We've transcended your Jason's friend to... We're, we're friends. friends. I like that. We're friends. I've met your wife. You have. You gave me a picture, a Christmas card of your sweet little daughter. That's right. You arranged an amazing gift for me, which you didn't have to do in the form oh. of my beautiful blue painting, my dog who just passed away last year and you organized that whole thing so you're pretty cool man oh well thank you i mean listen it's um you know there's uh i like doing stuff and having fun and um i like to think that in there there have been times in my life where uh where it, big things have happened and there there's always been someone that's stepped up that i've known really well or haven't known that well and uh i always thought man if i have those opportunities i'm gonna i'm gonna take them and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go do it, or I'm gonna find a way to do it, and uh, you know it's, it's it that's that's been a real blessing. So uh, today, not having anything to do with where you're from, but more because of how much you travel, uh, we're gonna do a European vacation. Ah, oh, sweet. We've just been talking about this movie, and it's sad because Jason, my partner at work on the show, Jason and Deb, one on next dot com. Just follow me on Instagram if you want. At Deb O'Keefe. <laughs> don't tag her, bro. No, you tag me, bro. That's fine. I don't mind being tagged on Instagram. Uh, sometimes I don't look at my replies, so I don't see it for like two months. But um, yeah, we were just talking about this movie because Jason uh, gave me a huge revelation that he and his family, uh, well, okay, it gets weird. I don't know if you know the whole story, but Jason and his mom, super close, best yes. friends. They may or may not have sex sometimes, but we don't, we don't ask. I don't ask, no, don't tell. We just assume. His ex-girlfriend and then maybe one of his worst friends are all going to England and then random places in Europe. Are they joining a cult? It sounds I like... I think they are a cult. I think, <laughs> I think the four of them are like the weirdos.com version of a cult. Uh, so yeah, they're going... So uh, Nick on our producer on the show, we've been talking about European vacation. Look, it's Big Ben. And Jason has no idea because he's never seen it. So all these awesome references are completely lost on him. How... And, and I mean this in the nicest way. Yeah. I really do. Uh, how does Jason make that 12-hour flight... One, without getting blind drunk. I don't think he understands hey. it. You don't think he... <laughs> he doesn't understand the pain of a transatlantic flight. I just... Uh, la- so in I, a coach seat more in, than like in a co- Oh, see, that's... We did... We did a... When Virgin Atlantic first came out, this is uh, almost 20 years ago, mm-hmm. but much older than you. Uh, I remember that, actually, because yeah. one of my best friends from England was a flight attendant. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just she did the New York to London route. So we did we did uh, L.A. to to London. Mm -hmm. And what I that's a freaking long flight. That's a long flight. And what I didn't realize is that when Londoners do this, right, they're going over. It's a night flight, so you sleep. So the way, so honestly, from England to the United States, not too terrible. You get on. It's 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 pretty early. Mm -hmm. Um, It's uh, you get here in the afternoon, four or five. You have dinner. Uh, that's the day flight, so it's early. You, maybe you're tired because you got up early, you have a nap. You get here. I always take my folks or whoever's coming to visit to dinner, and they come home and they go to bed. And the yep. next day, they generally wake up okay. Going to England, yeah, you, you think it's a night flight. It's going to be great. So you get on the plane. They serve you dinner. You have a, my advice is always uh, dinner and a couple of cocktails or a couple of glasses of wine. You get there. Can I swear on this podcast? Yeah, of course, yeah. You get there so fucking early. You get there between <laughs> seven and midday, maybe. And then you get there and you're all excited. By two o'clock, if you're not feeling, you know they say that tired driving is worse than drunk driving. Yes. If you're not feeling fucking blasted off your face like you've done 20 Jager bombs and you've got the shakes and you can't create a sentence, then you're superhuman. Because it's always around 2 p.m. in the afternoon when I get to England or when I've been there a few hours, I'm, I'm trying to stay up and I'm thinking I've got another eight hours before 10 o'clock. I, I can't do it. I've literally fallen asleep. And I have a terrible time napping, but I've fallen asleep on my brother's sofa with all of his kids running around and just lost it because it's 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 so hard going that way. We did it we did it wrong of course. Uh, I mean so this is 20 years ago so I was 25 years old and uh, we just fly over and just start drinking right away. Of course. I mean I've I mean done, just cocktails yeah. and you know international flight cocktails. Let's get Free. it going. Well, we are exuberant, we're having fun. Probably a little too much fun. The people who are adults that have done this trip before are like, fuck, we're trying to sleep, mm-hmm. shut up. But it's so as, exciting still the first time you do that. Oh, and as we're coming in, as it's like, uh, flight attendants, please, uh, if we're landing, we fall asleep. So then we're the last people off the plane. So we get like a 30-minute little nap, <laughs> which is all I need. And I'm ready to go again. And yeah, we go out. Long. No, I, I don't do the jet lag thing. Don't, I've never had jet lag. Traveled the world, never had jet lag. Fear. Well, it's just, it's for me, freak of nature. <laughs> you bastard. It's just. <laughs> Ooh, I made, I took, I, you know, it's National Croissant Day today. Oh, bonjour. And I, uh, I took croissants and I made cronuts this morning for the family. We did chocolate dipped cronuts. You just ruined a perfectly good croissant. No way. Little. Damn you. It was so good. I'm a real purist. You should, you should, you should saw my, just saw my daughter when she saw it was a donut croissant. She, was, she lost her shit. Oh, she just said, Dad, what protein do I have to have so I can have half of one of these? Oh. I was like, you need an egg? You need to finish your almond milk? And I'll cut a piece off for you. She's like, I'm in. <laughs> got after it. That's a kid's dream. Oh, it's a kid's dream for sure. So, so we land there, get up, run around. What I didn't, What I don't understand because in my mind, I always thought, oh, the English are big drinkers. They like to drink a lot. They like to have a good time. Your bar's close at like four in the afternoon. I mean, I'm hyperbole. But you don't stay open. But well, pubs. so this is this is 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, pubs would close. Some pubs closed during the day for lunchtime. But all pubs would close at 11 p.m. Now, clubs and stay bars, open. it's different. And if, yeah. if you're, depending which town you're, if you're in London, you can find clubs that are open, you know, till 4 a.m. or longer. Dover, you can't. No, so you were in Dover. <laughs> we took the double decker train down to Dover, and, and then, then the party there, and then did the party to uh, the the ferry to Calais. Calais. And then uh, as we were there, there was a bomb threat on a train, 
and uh, it was going to be too expensive for us to spend the night, for the four of us to spend the night in the hotel there. It was cheaper for us to get a cab from there to Paris. Wow. So then, <laughs> wow. Captains of efficiency. That's incredible. Do it, you know? And then we were in Paris for a couple of nights and we went down to Angoulême, Cognac country, on the on the TGV. Shot down there. TGV. Yes, has a good time. Uh, my friend, her uh, this girl that I had met years ago, her dad is like the mayor of Angoulême. Whatever. Sweet what, what, the sweet hookup. So we gotta go everywhere. It's a it's a city built on a wall that was that the that the French built to protect the Christians from the Romans. Cathedrals everywhere, absolutely beautiful. beautiful. And we're walking in the cathedrals, we're walking in the bars, and just oh, you with the Allianz? Oh my God, so right over here. Would you like to try to bartend? I'm like, I know how to bartend. Let's make some cocktails. Let's have a good time. It was a blast. It was a lot of fun. Man, 20, 20 years ago, lots changed. Yeah, a lot's changed in the UK. Um, such a different country for twenty years ago. How was it for you for travel when some of it is for family, which, yeah. you know, family's family. That's not a vacation. It's not a vacation. But, and then some of it is, and it seems like from the outside looking in, you really enjoy south of the border trip. So a surf trip, a wakeboard trip, whatever that may be, yeah. depending on your latest injury. Exactly. You're, you have you're to work fragile. You're a fragile young lady. I'm not fragile, actually. I'm pretty tough. I just do a lot of shit. And because I spoke, I literally spoke to my doctor about my orthopedic surgeon who just fixed my torn labrum. By the way, lots of athletes have this injury. It's an athlete injury. I'm not saying that you're not an athlete. You're not an athlete. It's like it's. He said to me, you know, I said, oh, my my work partner Jason thinks that you know I'm broken. He's like, no, he's like, he does nothing. So if you do (laughs) nothing, nothing will happen to you. I do everything. So every now and then, I'm gonna fucking break something. That's what I have health insurance. Yeah, well, is it health insurance here? <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, mean <laughs> I have a, quite a high deductible, but uh, yeah, no, I, I, lo- I do love going to Central America. I haven't made any South American trips yet, and I was actually just, so I have a boyfriend now. I need to get a t-shirt like Jason, so I have a boyfriend. You have a boyfriend now? Yeah. It's pretty early in our relationship, three or four months, but we're, uh, we, we, we love each other. We're, we're cool. We have lots of similar interests. We're very different in lots of things, Yeah. which keeps it interest, but... We're talking about traveling, and he's traveled the world because he was in the uh, army for seven years. So he's deployed to many places, and then traveled for work for other, places, you know, other things too. Um, and we were talking about Central America, and there's a few countries that are on my list that I want to hit. Um, but this this summer or this Christmas, I really want to go to Argentina or Chile or. Just Venezuela, some, just really spice uh, it up. You know what? I might give that a skip for now. <laughs> Are you sure? But the, you, you know, being English, I might be all right. They're a little annoyed at us right now in America, so I can sort of, I can pick my pick my battles. Who do I want to be today? Do I want to be English or do I want to be American? That's right. Uh, or Canadian? I can always Canadian. do that one. You know, just tag on some maple syrup and okay. call it a day. Yeah. So we're we're thinking about we're thinking about a trip down there. Um, but I do I do love going far flung places. Um, so last year I went, I had a friend living in Singapore and uh, he's from Austin and um, I thought, well, I'll go visit him. And my niece, Denise, who's not really my niece, mm-hmm. she's my step-step-niece, Amy, she's my stepbrother's stepdaughter, but he raised her. Um, she and I are super close and we're more like sisters and uh, she actually came and stayed with me here in Austin for... Yes, uh, I remember. Yeah, for three months, a couple of years ago. And we've just, you know, since then we've decided we can't not see each other every year. So if I don't make it home, we're going to have a trip. She's going to come visit. We're going to do something. We're going to pause this real quick. Yeah. 
Oh shoot! This, this is, is the, the this is this, the, is, the, this the first? is the film. Oh, we're, I forgot we were watching European yeah. Vacation. They won. They won the trip in the game show. Clark is, is now filming. Min- what's her name? Ellen. No. Yes. Ellen. No. I don't know. I'm horrible name. Her real name is Ellen. Let me get my IMDb out. But uh, he's got his. You fucking, and you would you would beat me at the IMDb game or any of the games. So, but he's 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 filming. This is like the first. I think this is where the first hotel room in Europe, right? This is, they just got here. They just got here, but more importantly, with the, with the camera, I think this is this is where I think Kim Kardashian's mom's like, "I've got an idea. I'm going to get pregnant." <laughs> Kim K probably wasn't even born then. No, she's like she's she's already plotting. Mm-hmm. She's, she's like, "I'm going to make my first paycheck." Oh shit! Do you what want, we're gonna do? Do you want to play? This is not the Rotten Tomatoes game. That's which fine. We play on the show, but you want to play the how many stars? Out of ten, did IMDb give European Vacation classic um, movie? Classic movie. I'm gonna go six point three because they're just. Did you look this up at six point two? Did it, did it really? Yes, sir. Well done. Damn. Wow. Yes, her name is Ellen Griswold. How do Ellen I remember Griswold. that shit? Um, but yeah, they just filmed and they put the camera down and they're just not thinking about it. They're you know, having sexy time. It's it's weird too because it's the VHS tape, which is the which is the to me the grossest sexy time. I get the digital, yes. you know. I, just a the, quick. 20 seconds on your phone. I'm not lying. I've got not, that in my phone yeah, right now. I'm not, I'm not mad at that. However, the whole VHS tape, the, the cumbersomeness of, let me get it out, yeah. we put it in the VCR, oh, hold on, someone someone turned on cable last night, I gotta go <laughs> to the wires again. Honey, come here, come here, it's our video. Yeah. And and everyone thinks in their mind, because the 20 second thing, you can, you can rapture yourself away for a moment and go, yeah, that's A grade porn quality. But everyone thinks they're porn stars. Then you realize you're Gumby fucking a football, and it just looks weird. And not only that, <laughs> the fucking shit people have in the background of this. Oh, God. Like, I'm not... I, I a dog walks by? Yeah. Like, put your dog outside. Or just trash. Yeah. Fucking laundry piled up. I'm like, you knew you were going to do this. Clean your hovel up. Something. I can't jerk off to this. No. All I'm thinking of is, well, if I put a white glove on and went around your room and uh, you know ran my finger on your dressing table, I know that it would be filthy. Is that age? Is that age coming no. out? Like, at what point I've does been... at what point does the dick man? And I give him <laughs> shit about this about porn because as I get older and, and I have a daughter, like now porn's off the table because now because I have a, I have a five year old now. And so, she's a woman. She's gonna be a woman one she's day. Be a woman one day. Thinking so, about objectification and yep, So it's off the table. Just like that. But prior to that, as I was getting older, in my late 30s, before I had Harper, I would look and be like, is that a zit? <laughs> Nasty ass. What's going on? Yeah, and I see hey, some man. elastic coming out of the waistband of those pants. Yeah. That is, that is not attractive. No, is that a stick? How many shoots have you done today? Come on. <laughs> Suspend my reality for a moment, please. Mm, yeah. It just doesn't. I've, I've always said if I could just be a little bit dumber, I might enjoy life a little bit more, but I can't like I can't not focus on certain things. Like my hearing and my smelling is really good. Okay. So if there's anything gross smelling, I am out. I'm out. I, I, I'm out. Or that's all I can think about. Or if I can hear a whining, high pitched noise, or if, like you know, the corner, there's a dog yeah. barking in the background. Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. Really? It's the worst. Tell that dog to shut up. Yeah. I have dogs, but I'm like, you will not be a barker because someone might be filming a porno next door. That's really good. And see, I uh, I am here to ruin it. My dog, I have a basset hound. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's an asshole. So they all are. But he. Uh, uh, he only listens to me. Never listens to my wife. What a dick. And, and loves her. And so she just doesn't like him because he just doesn't listen to her. She's like, Banjo, come here. And he'll walk away from her. Like, no, that's good. 
Whoa, but if she's strange. trying to do something, he's right by her leg, like just wagging his tail, like, like you want to hang up? Want to hang up? She's like, hey, buddy, goes to pet him. He's like, nah, I'm done. He's oh, like a fucking cat. Yeah, he is. He is yeah. to her, and then with Harper, all well, he only gets treats from her, so he just oh. on her hip, hanging out. How do you do? Um, and well, hold on, real quick, fashion. Yeah, wait, hold on, hold on, real quick. Yes. Is could I have a top up, please? And uh, and can I do a uh, the, uh, another beer, please? Thank you so much. I thought it was going to be like the Old West, and he was going to come over with his bowl and just pour it in my mouth. Uh, yeah. So Rusty, Rusty's, Rusty's outfit. Rusty's in dreaming. His dream. But the, but the outfits in general. Oh. As a as a as a woman on the on the sometimes the cutting edge of fashion. Oh, thanks. Do you like my chola look today? By the I way, do like I do like. I can't say that. I almost put big hoop earrings on today. As a man who I've just met, sir, Mr. Bartender, do you appreciate my chola look? I do. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love it. I've, but when I say chola look, thank you, sir. I've got my uh, my plaid shirt buttoned up all the way to the top. Yes. I basically do this because I'm cold. And you've got the, the tattoos. We're going to talk about tattoos in a little bit yeah, here. Yeah, pull the sleeves up because if I can't see my arms, I don't feel like I'm me. We might, that's, you don't, you have arm tattoos. Yeah. Uh, again, another tangent. Jason said uh, he prepared me for tangents, which I love. <laughs> don't ever expect me to go all the way back around again because I don't know if I will. But yeah. when I in the I hate the winter not just because of the cold, but the clothes you have to wear to cover yourself up. If I can't see my arms, I feel really weird. Now I don't feel insecure or like I need to show my tattoos mm -hmm. off to anybody, but they've been with me for so long. If I can't see them. Just feel not me, not dead. Do you um, how much of the tattoos outside of Forever Blue, mm -hmm. the, the other arm? How much of the tattoos are are part of, of you and explain a, a moment Everything. in time for you? Everything. Every one of them. I don't have a. Ta I, yeah, I don't have. Can a you tattoo. look and remember? Like I, I look and I remember this tattoo on my birthday when I was twenty nine years old. Tomorrow never comes, and that's almost in kind. Of, I, I look at that and I think that almost looks like Lord of the Rings, uh, Elven font. It could be. I don't. I remember how nervous I was. You got that at twenty-two. Uh, I've had that at twenty-nine. Twenty-nine years old. I got so, this. so okay. So how? Ten, I don't, I don't fifteen, sixteen years. So okay. So that stood up really well. But I remember how nervous I was when I was getting it because it's it's words and you don't want to you, know, you don't want to typo. Did you see that fucking twat, <laughs> that Australian twat, who now she now lives in LA, but she moved there to be a singer, acted, oh, yeah. you know, triple threat bullshit, whatever. She got. Uh, Harry Styles face, Harry Styles from Aren't the she, English right? boy band, yeah, direct, uh, One Direction, on her face. It's a good look. It's going to get her a lot of jobs if she poses only on the other side. If she only walks into a room one way and then Moon walks out. She, you know what she needs to have is a tragic ironing accident. And, you know, I would much rather explain away the dots and the triangular mark of an iron on my face. Because mm -hmm. I would be like, well, I was ironing and a, a burglar came in and I ended up in a fight with him and he got me. But I def guess what? I fucking stabbed him in the heart with a trident. Yeah. You know, that'd be better than saying, yeah, when I was 23, I thought ha uh, fucking Harry Styles was the shit. And he's on my face now. Like, who is she ever? She's never going to have a normal job. The pop music that she makes is not going to be augmented by this tattoo. No. I And I hate to say this because I do feel like it's demeaning. I know it's the woman's choice. But her only career now is porn. Is what it? The, is what it the, porn? What the fuck else is she gonna do? You have a face tattoo now. I understand Post Malone, very um, uh, successful tattoo face guy, but he's—it's different. She's no one. No one knows that. Is Kelsey something? I don't remember her last name. It's weird. You just I, done I'm fucked not... up, Kel, Kel, yeah. Kelsrod. You're Kel, done Kel, fucked Kel up. Kelsey. You're done fucked up. <laughs> 
It is not good. Now, I have the tattoo thing on the face, and I'm, I'm, listen, if I, everyone will know when I win the lottery, not because I will tell them, because I'll start getting neck tattoos. Oh my God, I'm so glad you brought that up. I have the job where I can have a neck tattoo, and I and have I've got ideas. For for, no, I know what I'd get. Yeah. And this is total plagiarism, but. That's okay. You're welcome, Domino. Um, there was a famous hip woman slash. So I don't know what she did. Kira Knightley played her in the movie Domino. Oh and yes. Do you remember? She had this beautiful neck tattoo that was some type of goldfish, maybe a beta, but it yeah. had this amazing tail. Maybe it was just one of those cute, cute goldfish. Like if you mm -hmm. get born a goldfish, your life sucks. If you're just especially one of those gold ones that like look like the fish that you goldfish that you eat. Yep. But they're a special goldfish. They're like the unicorns of the goldfish world and they have these amazing floaty tails oh, yeah. and the colors and that was what she had on her neck. So, That's what I would get and I brought it up to my boyfriend the other day and I'm like, he has no tattoo. Yeah, well he has one tattoo. I'm not <laughs> no, gonna no, out no. him what it is, but needless to say I'm meeting with a tattoo removal company tomorrow who want me to do endorsements for them. <laughs> and, like, and I'm like, check hey, this out. Look how I shit would, this is. I would like to share an idea. The tattoo of my boyfriend that he has on his back. But uh, I said to him, I'm Mark McGuire. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, it's a picture of Mark McGuire's face on Sammy Sosa. Uh, on, on Sammy Sosa's ass. Yeah. He's like, hey, these guys were best friends. They're so cool. I wanted to celebrate our love. Are they baseball. called Bang Bros? Something like that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was like, just throwing it out there, and I, I don't know if I'd have had the, I've had the I'd have the balls to get one, but uh, he's like, oh, man, I just, I couldn't. See, one of those fish is the next evolution of this tattoo. So. For those who can't see, I have two birds for my daughter and I. Dude, have you but seen this shit? Look at that. I've got two birds on my forearm. I've got so swallows. The numbers of from her time that she was born, you know, weight, month, date, year, the whole thing is going to wrap off into a ribbon that comes down and then opens up into water and then the fish will be swimming that way. So that's the next evolution of this coming okay. down. Coming down the pike. Coming down the pike. Speaking of Where nothing to do with this, yeah. um, <clears throat> so they're having fun. They yeah. are in. <laughs> the common, so we this did the is, common bathrooms in uh, in, in uh, England. We, we you did I, it then I, because it's, I, I don't think it's around anymore. But I'll tell the listeners there were some hotels that you would get like you're, you'd get a room that comes with an ensuite, yeah. or you would get a room and then and you'd go a, down the hall. A sink in the room. Yeah, there's just a floating sink like against the wall. Mm -hmm. That by the way, when you come in drunk, one hundred percent you're racking your knee or your hip into depending <laughs> on your height. You are falling into it at least twice and hopefully not knocking it out of the fucking wall. Mm -hmm. So I would, so we go there and I didn't realize what was happening. And it's like, oh yeah. And it's a line of showers. There's like three showers and a toilet. It's like a dorm room. Yeah. It's literally like an American college dorm room. Um, and by the way, again, off subject. Yeah, please. I keep seeing all these um, famous British actors doing cameos. I've just seen two Scottish ones. The one that, that the man that walked into Beverly D'Angelo's mm -hmm. bath <laughs> to brush his teeth is Robbie Coltrane. Amazing Scottish comedian. He may be a man. Oh, do you know who he, you'll know him from Harry Potter. He played Hagrid. Why would I watch Harry Potter? Well, doesn't everyone? No. Do you know Harry Potter? Yeah, who's Hagrid? He's the giant, giant guy. No, I don't, guy know. I don't with the do Harry Well, you will. I, no, I, I know I will. I, right now, I'm in the My Little Ponies phase. So you want to know about some alicorns? I, I got you covered. I had My Little Pony, but I was poor, so I only had one, and it wasn't a unicorn. It wasn't? But it? it was great. But then the other guy I just saw, whose room Chevy Chase accidentally walked into, was yes. uh, an actor, and I don't know his name, but he was in a TV show. He was in the movie, shit, 
not that movie. He was in the movie, uh, what's the Big Brother, 1984. He was in that movie with John Hurt. He played really? One, yeah, he played one of the proletariats. And uh, and he, and on a show called Rhapsody Nesbitt, he was yep. in the living room. So this is like really uninteresting bullshit. That no, but there, but this is And that's is Maureen also- Lipman. Very famous Jewish British comedian. No, I I recognize her. She's fantastic. She's one of my favorite British comedians. She may be dead too. This film is. Is old. it? Is that a, a, a where on the tipping point for an American who's not no longer funny anymore, but uh, used to be funny? Like Chevy, Chevy Chase. Chase. Yeah. Isn't that sad? It's when his, sad. When well, funny he, died in him. Well, it's because he stopped doing drugs. Some people. Take it for what it's worth. I don't know. I think Stay he on drugs. May have always been a fucking dick, but was but a good actor and managed to act funny. He may, well, he was a good. He was a he was a guy who was high, so it allowed him to cut the edge off, and cutting that edge off made him very funny. Places. Because when he got clean and sober, the first time he found out he was a dick is he did a talk show. Oh, and I didn't like, even know that. Oh, you're a complete asshole! <laughs> wow, I missed that. Goodness, but is, it, is, is there a slight? You've got all these cameos of great British actors and actresses yeah. there. Uh-huh. Is that a slight when they're just like doing little, little tiny cameos. cameos? No, I think it's brilliant because okay. these are, are great British actors that um, that are not known to the European audience. And uh, what was the guy who directed this? Like the the uh, David the he did all the T T David Lynch. No. No, who uh, was this? It was. Uh, we did a lot of the. You're gonna have Well, you have you. I have a question for you because yeah. I know you're gonna have a good response to this. So, John I'm, Hughes. John Hughes. John Hughes. And so I think John Hughes, big. being a prolific, you know, I would say director, writer, then maybe actor as third because he ain't that good. But he appreciated British cinema or British, you know, and and brought in these actors to try and also appeal to the, the English audience because I remember seeing this in England and there's so much of this I, I can't relate to because it's American shit and I didn't live there mm-hmm. but they brought in these English actors that made it you know kind of relatable yeah so I saw this post and it's award season mm-hmm. right as we're talking about slights or not slights and, and, and liking things uh, I saw this thing that said dear Academy or dear Golden Globes or whatever this Stop many men so white oh, this, this many one. men nominated zero women nominated for best director uh, best screenplay and I don't so initially I'm like oh, okay but there's a second part of it that goes that is way more powerful if you let me know what woman director is out there that directed a movie I may have watched or I want to go watch like don't just show me a list of names of men they just don't show me a list of name of men though yeah. and be like I can't believe these assholes with their with the movie next to them. I'm like oh I watched that movie that was all you're doing it's is not their fault it's not their fault. It's not their fault. It's not their fault, but also the person posting who's trying to create equality in it, it's their fault because they're not highlighting the women that are the doing great work. Women. Instead, they're just highlighting the dudes again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. They're getting more free press. And, check them. And I'm looking at that going, I watched that movie. That was good. Why are you mad at them? Yeah. It, it, Am I, I wrong? I see what they did and why they did it. Yep. But as a woman, you're right. They, they It might be better just champion women's shit. But, you know, if... It, Whoever that person was, whoever sent that tweet, that does garner attention, and then maybe they went on, you know, to and say look for stuff, to, or just to say, like, for example, this person, this person, this person. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, we're still not there, right? It's 2019. Mm-hmm. We're still making. I think it might be like up to 75 cents on the dollar now. Um, 
So I have a whole theory about this. Oh, look, Eric Idle. Eric, Eric Idle. Idle just I know so Eric the, th Idle. the third accident that Chevy Chase just got into in his little <laughs> tiny yellow car. And just giving them cash. And, and British people are all like, no, 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 my fault. Sorry, sorry. I, I drove, I, I rode my motorcycle in front of your car. Uh, and Eric and that's Idle, not course, true, is it? No, no, to a degree. We are very nice. But yes. also now England, in, England is full of chavs and assholes. So if you go there now, they're like, oh, you fucking asshole. I'll fucking get my brother down here and we're going to kill you. Yeah, you guys have built collectors over there that aren't very nice. Bill I, I saw a whole documentary on British bill collectors. Oh, like one of those reality shows that... Yeah, yeah. Oh. The big boys that come in like, I believe you owe Tom some money. Listen. And I am 300 pounds of solid muscle. I know that. And there's Tom over there. And Tom just wants his money. Mm -hmm. So do I walk you to the ATM or does Tom walk you to the ATM? Who walks to the ATM? The guy's like, We'll get lunch. <laughs> She's like, fuck, you don't get lunch. What's this show called? I uh, it yeah, I'm a, Netflix, yeah, thing, Netflix thing, yes. And so here's my theory on why we're at where we're at and why we're going to stay where we're at okay. until something grossly aggressively changes. As a society. As, as, a, as a West, so Western society. No, as a society as a whole, gonna, it'll, it'll follow. So if you think about... Oh, all look at his bike, wait, just look at Eric Idle, by the way, if you're listening and you're like, who the fuck is that founding member of Monty Python? Yeah, man, if you haven't watched Monty Python, you know, stop what you're doing. Uh, ignore us, ignore go us. watch everything they ever did, plus yep. the Holy Grail, Life plus of Brian. Life of Brian, my favorite thing Thank I've ever you. done. Life of Brian better than the Holy Grail. Oh, 100%. Sorry to those Holy Grailers, but uh, yeah, anyway, continue. Yeah. So if you look at, think about... Oi, big nose! <laughs> Sorry, that's a line from Life of Brian. Oh, another another yeah. scene when uh, Brian, who basically is Jesus, yes. uh, also well, looked extraordinarily like my first stepdad. We can get into that later if you please, want. Please, yes, please. There has been more than one. Uh, his name was Brian too. But he opens up the, the shutters. Uh, of naked? His, he's and he's naked. Yes. And he's just like, and then everyone's looking at him going, Brian! <laughs> I love it. Go watch that film. Oh, look. The, oh, look, look here's, here's Big Ben. Here's Big Ben. They, they, get, they get stuck this on the is, inside lane of a roundabout. And this is the this is the graphic contradiction of the movie where everyone's nice no matter who he bumps into. They're like, it's my fault, it's my fault, it's my fault. He wants to go left, yeah, but and he, then no one will let no, him. No, listen, listen. I will I will take you to, to the point on that. <laughs> Please the do. The trouble is with that scene, if you don't know, a roundabout is what you call sometimes a traffic circle. Stop saying that. It's a roundabout. It's I've a always called it a roundabout. I'm from Montana. You, I call it a roundabout. People. And I'm doing people in bunny ears. People call it. There's one. Of talking the, about, you talking about Texans? The, I'm just <laughs> talking about people. I've lived, I've, I've lived and traveled in lots of places. But um, there's the newest one is at 51st and I-35. And it takes you from, like, if you're going to, from Home Depot in Miller and you want to go to Tyson's Tacos on airport, you got to go over the flyover and then go around the roundabout. Yeah, yeah. This just in. Do not fucking stop if there's no cars coming. It's not a four-way stop, all right? So fucking bad for him. He knows about roundabouts, because I have schooled everyone I know about <laughs> roundabouts. Uh, and he pulled up from, was going south on I-35 service road, coming up to the 51st Street roundabout slash flyover. The, uh, he looked both ways, as you do when you come, you know, peripheral vision. Yeah. The guy in front of him seemed to not be stopping, got through where the stop usually would be and stopped right in the middle of the roundabout. Nick rear-ended him. Now, of course, it's Nick's fault because it's a rear-ender. Yeah. Um, and it was, it, it, you know, actually told his car. <laughs> oh, Nick. Don't worry, me and Jason bought him a new one. Oh. We really did. But yeah, roundabouts, fucking sort them out. Don't, you just, you got to be aggressive. Move. 
And you've got to use your indicators. Texans, please use your turn signals. Just pop them on, put your arm out, wave, yeah. thank you mate, point, yep. thumbs up. All right, I'm getting off this now. No, no, you're, you're sounding like a racialist. No, it's, uh, it is, it's actually, it's, it's quite an issue. Uh, and it's, it's frustrating, especially driving here because we, I have one by where I play basketball on Tuesday nights. And roundabout? Roundabout. Where is come it? Up. It's at uh, 10th and New Oasis, right there by Silverton. Oh, Park I know well. it. Yeah. So I come up, it's and it's, all, it's always a little busy. It's a little baby one, and people are always just hitting their brakes, just looking at each other, like you, you waving. I see hands waving. Just and I'm like, go. Or people getting yield on the, to oncoming traffic. traffic. Just and by the way, if we all move, it just kind of turns. It kind of works. Yeah, that's that's the point. Really and in England, cool. it's like we have what maybe two lane ones here. There's one in Miller that. That was not well designed. It starts off as two lanes and then merges to one. Yeah, that causes issues. In England, like the one that Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo and those shit-ass kids are on yeah. in European Vacation, it's like a five-lane roundabout. That is not uncommon. There are some roundabouts where in England, especially near motorways, which are very different than your highways. If you yep. want to get into that, we can. They're fucking awful, I think. But they're, they're, time, they're more time-effective. They'll be roundabouts so big, you'll have traffic lights within the roundabout. Within the roundabout, not at the roundabout. Like as you enter it, you'll get on it and then you'll sit there. And you'll get in there? It's so, it's so. I've, I've always been a. a, a and I'm not saying that's good. I'm not bragging. I'm saying it's, it's just, it's, it's a reality. Tough, and it's tough for Americans because you've never done it and then you've got to sit a light. Like, where the fuck am I going? Yeah. That's why I don't drive. That's how I felt about highways when I f first lived here. I thought the, the easiest and the best way to 100% stop terrorism <laughs> is to just build. U.S. highways in those countries. And just Go find your way to the airport, asshole. They'll be too busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get shit done. To get done. shit done. Like, the fuck? How do No wonder. <laughs> no wonder the TV's amazing. No, they don't want to leave their house. They'll just give them something else to hate us for. Yeah, but Traffic. Try, try getting here then and all that traffic. Yeah. It's just, it's, uh, have you gone to the oh, Stonehenge? Wait. I just saw the Wally, Wally World, World thing. He's wearing his Wally World, wearing his Wally uh, World. jumper. Yeah. Have you gone to the Stonehenge? Um, I have, but when I went... Do you went, believe it's built from aliens? No. Uh, it's it's some magical feat of slavery, I believe. <laughs> people. We suck. You know we how much do. we suck? suck so bad. You know, how, you know how bad we suck? And the fact that people have been... Humans have been colonizing countries, uh, you know, making slaves of other peoples. They're same peoples sometimes. Genocide, not just Hitler, but the Native Americans in this country. I mean, we could go on and on and on. You know what our punishment is being? That dogs only live between 10 and 20 years. If you're lucky. If you're like, super if lucky. If you've ever had a dog, then you know the pain of a dog. Oh, my dog just passed in November and I fucking cry most days. Yeah. Someone, I was at the vet yesterday. I have a, a, a puppy and a kitten now. And, they're all right. They're no blue. I yeah. do love them differently. Yeah, of course. But I, you know, I got done with their, you know, they were just getting checks on shots and shit. And uh, I walk up to the counter to check out and I said, yeah, I'm checking out for Blue and George. And I, oh, no. I one of the girls, yeah, I've been going there for years. One of the girls kind of looked at me and the new, one of the girls was new. And she was like, I said, I meant uh, George and Alfie. And she was like, oh, okay. And I saw the other girl like, she kind of got wide-eyed and looked at me and thought, probably thought I was going back to lose my shit. And yeah. I, I, I had to like sniff it away, but like, I, that's our punishment, all right? Humans, the, the longer you continue to be fucking assholes to our fellow humans and to animals, yep. your dogs are going to die on you. 
And that is your penance because there is, I mean, and obviously this is way bigger, but like children dying before their yeah. parents, that's an awful sin that should not be amongst humans. But yeah, this is our punishment. There's we're punishment, fucking, there's, cunts, there's punishment for us being cunts. We're assholes. We are. Assholes. I do think there should be a history class called, oh shit, white people showed up. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that should be, that should be I apologize for being English as well yeah, right yeah. now? We have done some awful things. Like, awful you Americans things. have done some awful things, but I mean, we probably beat you in it. You've just... You've just been know, doing it longer. We've been doing it longer. You maybe have done it more recently. And yes. so, yeah, it's... I mean, that's why when, you go, when you go to London, people. the best Indian food in the world is in London. Because <laughs> you took all the best chefs. You're like, come over here. Our, it's funny when people say Indian food, that's weird. I'm like, it's like, uh, it's I, like our Tex-Mex. You know, yeah. if you're in, you live in Austin, your favorite food is brain Mexican or Tex-Mex. And, oh, wait, hey, look, this is the scene. Sorry, off track. VHS. Now. Let's go back to being funny. Yes. They're in, are they in Paris? I forget where they are right now. Uh, I think it's Paris. in Paris. I see French. Yes, yeah. they're in Paris. There's the mum, the dad, the two shithead kids. They're in front of a fountain. And they were like, hey, can you take our video with this? And the guy's like, go back a little further, go back. Oh, oh don't you get, get in the fountain? Uh, stand in the fountain, this looks very good. The idiots from Friends will eventually take off this idea and uh, put it on their dun, 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 dun. On a side note, fuck Friends. <laughs> fuck Friends. Uh, Tom Zakawar, White House Press Secretary, I used to call him when I had a radio show 23 years ago. And we would talk about Seinfeld and Friends, and I told him it was a short-lived shit comedy that wouldn't last. And friends? It was shit. And it's no shit. Words, but it's still, shit. <laughs> it's still it's shit. shit. It's still shit. It's um, shit. Yeah. So anyway, the guys, the family, the Griswolds just got their camera stolen. But what's the what's the what's the key moment of this happening that Clark realizes? Well, the the special movie. The special on movies on. The special <laughs> movie. Uh, yeah. This bow, is. Bow, bow. I'm gonna IDB while I talk to you. Actually, someone's calling me, so I won't. But um. When this film, this is what, going to be 1980-something? 80... 20 years later, you go seven. to England, so, or, you know, England and Europe, so mm -hmm. things... I say England and Europe because it's funny, a lot of Americans, and this is not, again, me criticizing, it's just, like, the, the, the huge difference, the vast difference, yes, Great Britain, since the EU has been part of the EU and part of Europe. And even before that, we were obviously part of the European continent. Yeah. But we're not attached to it, so we have felt very different, and we are very different because we don't, you know, touch shoulders with anybody. We're not Siamese yeah. twins with any of our other countries, apart from England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, uh, Ireland and Ireland, Northern Ireland, Ireland, England, Scotland, Wales. We're, you yeah. know, we touch. Um, so we find us, and we all speak English, and they all speak other countries. Uh, except other country for the, except languages. For the Scots. Well, I understand them, but it's very <laughs> difficult for Americans. So when we say Europeans, like you go from England to Europe, that's what we mean is like yep. mainland Europe. But um, it's so different from when you when this film was shot, when you went, and now Jason Dick is going to go. And I'll be really, oh. it'd be really funny to hear he and you compare experiences. And as a, I won't be a dick, but I'll call him a plus size model now. Yeah. He's going to have a fucking hard time because even though things have changed since you were there and there are rare hotels where you have to share a bathroom with anybody, there are still elevators that might be smaller than your uh, lunch tin. So uh, yep. good luck trying to take your giant fucking American suitcases up on the elevator. You're going to have to take the stairs, bro. Yep. I, and I've done this in the last, since I've been here, in the last 10, 20 years. I'll go and I'll take a boyfriend or I'll be with a friend and I'm like, all right, I'm going to come home and see the family. 
let's take a little trip to wherever in England or wherever in Great Britain and I just forget and I've got my two-week suitcase and it's like well I've just joined the Olympic weightlifting team to mm -hmm. try and get this up five flights of stairs with no porter yeah I mean good luck tipping anybody they don't no, I'll tell you what you're not you're not finding a porter in Ireland no oh, offense to the Irish. that experience yeah you just oh. I mean but, but I also you know my, my so my dream is is two things one rent a car and just drive around Ireland mm. just go coastal right just, I did that not all around the whole country but I did it a few years ago I and I went to, I went to Scotland as well I did I didn't drive around Scotland but I that's I that those are the two it. things that I really those are my two next big pack your jacket Jason it's fucking jackets. cold I'm from Montana excuse me bartender <laughs> can I have one up one down please is that how you say it? No. Well, one nah, one. I don't know. One and one? One and one? Two and two? No, two. one and one. Another round? Just one. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Nice, man. This is just... Yeah. It's, it's funny. I, I don't think Matt realized when the gentleman who owns this bar, runs this bar, does all the things at this wonderful bar, when we came in here and he was just like... Today we're in a, he goes, well, if you guys want to come back in, go ahead. And I was like, this is close for you. It's closer than, yeah. than, than the private studio, which is South Congress. Mm -hmm. So um, let me just over oh, this. Let's see if she wants to go here. And then I just tell him, like, hey, okay. he's like, sure. And I just, I just sorry. hear him in the back. And he's Thanks, just, I'm sorry. No, no. <laughs> he, but it's just, it's, it's funny because he's, he was Thanks, like, sir. I mean, yes, I told him they could come back anytime, but God damn it, people. No. <laughs> you know what we need to do, man? Next time, um, so I have a room in my house. Uh, I have a very strange house. Uh, it's a, it, I think it started off as The Helps. Quarters, if you know what I mean. I'm Hyde Park adjacent, so that was one of the biggest, richest neighborhoods in Austin. Also, great band name. What? Hyde Park adjacent. Oh, Hyde Park adjacent. <laughs> but I have a room that was built before I moved in, and I had I have been dealing with this weird architectural design that it is. We have a room that's called the Fat Hallway. We've had uh, bands play there and do private sessions. So we could have, we could do, the, if you want to do a podcast with Jason yeah. and I, or anyone and I, it's yes. fine. And we need to invite you, sir, and feed you with alcohol and wait on you hand and totally foot. And yes. not mess your bar up. In? In. Done. I told him I'm inviting him down to, the, to, to the stuff that we're doing, uh, that I'm doing down, downtown with the, the musicians and, and the bars down there. All right. For South yeah. I told him, I said, Kai said, I'll, I'll, send you, I'll, send you, I'll send you the schedule and you can just come down. And drink for free and hang out. I don't care. Yeah, I can do all these things. I like this man. I like this. I like. I like the name the Fat Hallway. The Fat Hallway. So Jason called it that because we, I don't know if you've ever been to Brooklyn or probably some other sort of urban cities that are kind of cool. Yeah, I like Brooklyn. You'll know of a shotgun style of house if you've only ever lived in Texas or you know n not again not a diss. I love Texas. That's why I'm here. Yeah. Um, they're a weird sort of entering kind of a weird part of the house, mm -hmm. but it's long. So think yep. about a shotgun, it's long. We, we call so, them ranch styles in Montana. But one, don't ranch styles just like open? No, our ranch styles just long. Just long? Straight down and long. So yes, kind so of a straight line. You just hit things line. in the hallway. Yes. There's bedroom, no, there's bedroom, no corridors. Kitchen. Yes. Doom. There doom. is no, there is yep. no corridor, like there are no corridors or hallways in my house. It's one long straight shot of fucking weirdness. Yep. You've got, you come into the dining room, to your left is the kitchen, to your right is the living room. Keep going, it's the fat hallway. Keep going, it's my bedroom. Keep going to the left, there's an office off my bedroom. Keep going to the right, there's two bathrooms off my bedroom. It's fucking weird. Yeah. It's weird as shit, but that fat hallway room, the middle room, was soundproofed because the guy before 
uh, the guy that owned it and built it sort of was a I guess a noodler and had some old dude friends that would come over and they were like play smooth jazz or something in there so I have a completely silent air conditioner unit that runs off of my bedroom air conditioner unit so we can we have Justin from Blue October do an amazing acoustic set it was fully air conditioned and there's no sound so when you're recording it's pretty silent it's pretty oh, nice. silent in there and and yeah so if you want to come and do some recordings there it's fine plus it's historic there's also cold war kids play there <laughs> in my fat hallway in your fat hallway that's it no one else has played there my uh i remember uh years ago seven years ago now seven years ago when the bravery was popular oh, is that yeah. seven years ago Whenever I was first around in Austin, so yeah. I think I'd been here for a year or so. So maybe from nine. Montana, or did you live somewhere else civilized before you came? So here? I went from Montana. I went to Bible College in uh, Seattle, Washington. Became a minister, Assembly Fuck of God. Off. Became Assembly of God. What? Holy Roller. Bang the tambourine. Speak in tongues. Raise yeah. your hands. Woo! See, that's where your philanthropy comes from. Because you're a good person. Then I got kicked out of school. Well, because you're I got bad person. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, politely asked to leave and never come back. I uh, went down to a school in uh, Newport Beach, California, and you graduated. Kind of hung out down there, became a big drinker. Um, then uh, lived in Newport for I don't know five, six years. Got recruited to kick off. To be head of global somewhere. No, kick off a PR firm. Oh. Uh, in the Bay Area, so went up did that. Then I got recruited to be the head of communications for the billion dollar acquisition of Informix by IBM. That sounds like it's all made up. Yeah, not at all. Then I got recruited back down to Newport Beach by a financial services guy, and his company got acquired for like a billion three. Then I became his personal PR person. I launched a couple of yacht lines. Managed. Oh, did you hear that? <laughs> I just like yachts. <laughs> Hashtag affluence. <laughs> Travel the world hunting thousand pound marlin. Wowza. Uh, was Talk a, about relatable. Was a partner in the world's richest, richest fishing tournament, the Bisbee Black and Blue. Five million dollars if you catch the biggest fish over three days. I've never even heard of that, but I'm not in the fishing yeah. world. Quit all that. Uh, helped him launch two new companies. This, the second one was called Loan Depot, which is the second largest non-banking lender in the world. Hey, what can I ask you? Yeah, sure. What kind of terms is this loan depot all about? Are we talking about fucking mortgaging people up to the hilt, giving them giving them awful rates of return? Like, well, no, I mean, not rates of and, return. And, like, and some, he's pretty, he, he's above board. All right. You know, uh, and you've got. You You're know, not you, like some awful shady payday loan guy. No, is. no, no. This is all, all right. this just is all, checking, this is all nice. Just checking your philanthropy level. Nice also, FYI. Board. I know philanthropy isn't a word, but that's a word my it's partner a word we're gonna use, uses right all the time because he doesn't speak English real good. He doesn't, do, no, he doesn't. But uh, then what did I do? I left there, I flipped a coin between Austin and Denver, drove out here. I got some Realized funding. Realized it doesn't snow here? Doesn't snow here. I got funding from a little company you would know, Lloyd's of London. Mm-hmm. And we launched My a, first piggy bank, I believe. Yeah. My first a, kid savings account. Launched a Lloyd's. global protection app called BuddyGuard. That's why you're head of global. And then I worked up with a couple other entrepreneurs in town, launched, helped launch a PR firm, uh, did some beverages. Remember one of the beverages? Yeah. Korea? You bought them to us? I forget yeah, what they are. yeah. Did Sorry. that. Uh, did a couple other things in town. Just I'm an advisor, uh, communication advisor for a venture capital firm. And then uh, one of the financial services guys that knew me from back in the day in Newport Beach 
was launching a blockchain company and launching another financial services firm. And he called me and said, will you run this and help with this and do this? And I was like, sure, okay. I've just turned the tables on you. I'm interviewing you. No, it's fine. So why did you decide to settle down? Settle down as far as? As where you're going to be. Or uh, is this just a stepping stone to me? Oh, no, I'll move again. You know, I know. You're going to be this guy whose life, well, I already hate, but I'm going to hate even more because you're going to be like, I have a Facebook friend who's a real friend, but I, she's moved out of town now, so I follow her on Facebook. But her and her boyfriend are now, he's joined up with some, it might be one of these collectives or these things that I've seen on the internet, or maybe it's just his job, but he can move every three months and live wherever. Oh, so nice. that's what they're doing. It's uh, internet technology, look it up. You can probably find out about it. But that's what they're doing, and they're fucking moving anywhere. And now I know that doesn't appeal to a lot of people because they're like, no, I want to have my house in Cedar Park and this beautiful sprawling mansion and also take my kids to a good school district. And that's fantastic. But these guys are in their like, 20s. And yeah, I mean, good a school's time. a thing, but guess what else is a thing? When you're, when you're 24 years old and some girl walks up, he's like, oh, Becky, I got my passport. And my daughter goes, I'm on my fourth. Yeah. I've got a trunk full of shit that I had to bring, like with my bears from when I was a kid, and this thing, and this thing, and I can't leave without this, and I love this, and I do this. And my daughter is like, can I tell you a story about the time my dad and I drove 17 and a half hours from Kentucky to Austin, and every time I asked him to stop, we stopped, and we got donuts, we got pancakes, we, um, we stopped this one place in Palestine, Texas, we're hanging out, we cruise in, she's in a unicorn onesie. He's like, it's just you two. Just us two. I'm like, I don't care. Do whatever you want to do. It's uh, it's a brew pub. We walk in and they're doing a Polar Express party. Mm. So there's all these kids in 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 pajamas. And this lady goes, "Are you here for the the, the Polar Express?" I'm like, no, we're actually, "This is just how we roll." This is how we roll. I'm on my way to Austin from Kentucky. And this guy goes, "Huh?" Oh yeah. He goes, "With your kid?" Jesus, dude. I'm sorry. I go. She hasn't complained once. It's a good kid. He's like, come on. I go, has not complained once. He's like, I will buy her dinner and I'm going to buy him a beer. And she's, but she'll go and tell that story. She's like, yeah, I rode with my dad from Kentucky to Austin, 17 hours. I will say, you and uh, you live in a different bracket from a lot of people who won't be able to give their kids that experience. And that that's a shame that, yeah. that everybody can't do that. But I will say, if you can, you know, maybe five passports isn't, you know, in the future for your kids, but if you can take them away and travel, and my, um, my God, this country is giant. Yeah. And it, I have met people who have never left the state and they're, you know, they're adults, they're grown ups, 20s, 30s. I've met people who have never left the country and that's, you know, I think that is all understandably acceptable because based on the size of this country and the vastness and there's so much you can do. But I would just say, like, well, you know what? Look, we brought it back around again. Fucking hell, a year to travel. More professional. If you can, <laughs> as I say, sipping on my, what am I drinking? Crown. Crown and Stash, Crown and stash. IPA, Amy, Independence Brewing. Shout out, Thanks, Amy. Thanks, guys. I love Stash. And I stopped drinking beer a while ago because I realized it upsets my stomach. But make an exception for I you. appreciate that. Um, I would say, get, get your, if you can, get your kids out as much as possible, even if it's just a Texas state parks, like, God, I've turned into the PSA old white lady now. Take 
take your kids out to the Texas State Parks. My um, my mum was one of, is one of one, two, three, four kids, and grew up not not rich, and I would say not poverty level, but closer blue, to poverty collar. level than rich. Call it blue collar, way yeah. blue collar. Yeah. My nana didn't work, my because my granddad was I think kind of a misogynist, but. Um, well, was he a massagist or was it the was time? Was it the time? I think you can be both and you can be different. You can be either. <laughs> so I would probably like to say uh, mm, both. But uh, but did she also want to work? I guess that's a Well, question. then you probably don't even have... Uh, she was very meek. My gra- my nana okay. was really sweet. But he... They lived in London. But he drove a taxi. That was his job. And, and this is another strange thing that you might not know. Having gone to London for a brief time, and Jason will see this. Jason dick will see this and if you ever go to london i will just say not in austin but in london call a cab call a black cab don't call an uber no black cabs are the bomb but not just that they're cool they look different they feel different but cabbies in london they go oh wow we have gone on a tangent but it's coming back to it this is fantastic and i know because my auntie's second husband did this um so he's not i guess he's my uncle but he didn't I didn't grow up with him, but my uncle Fred is a taxi driver, and you go through three years of training to be a taxi driver in London. Much, and much you... like the taxi drivers here in the U.S. <laughs> I got a license. <laughs> I got a jangity POS. Hold on, I'll I, take you there. Where I, are you going? I, ooh, I fart a lot. Hired. Wow. So uh, three years of training in London, and it's called the knowledge. And it's capitalized. The knowledge? The, capital T, knowledge, capital K. It's called the knowledge. Because imagine this this city is 15 miles wide and deep. And there are multiple twists. And and it's not like a city that was uh, settled and born and raised like Austin grid style. You know, north, south. And I I would even say Austin's not even set up grid style. Not even really. Like there are other cities. LA's grid style. LA's 100% northeast, west, south, on the same house. Boom, boom, boom. So you go to London and I read this. You're not going to catch that. I read this amazing book and I think they did. You are not going to catch that, are you? What what did you say? Sorry. Northeast, west, south, on the same house. Sitting in the back room waiting for the big boom. I'm in the bedroom waiting for my baby. She's so mean. I don't care. I love her looks and her wild, wild hair. Wait, is this Vanilla Ice? No, it's not Vanilla Ice. It's a <laughs> real song, but I don't know how to sing. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what the fuck are you saying? It's, um, she's so mean, but I don't care. I love her looks and her wild, wild hair. Goes Anyone? to the beat that I like best. Okay. Living in the 90s. Our living audience in the wild, is wild looking west. at you like, I have no clue. No, there are people who are, are going to email. Like, they're going to email and they're going to be like, I can't believe Deb, as a radio DJ host, does not know... The people who sang that song, the wild, the wild, 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 wild west. Boom! The you wild, should, you don't need to take your man card and flush it down the toilet. You know that. So, the knowledge. The knowledge. So, it sounds so ominous, right? Like, you might actually be it's like, like the, a... the like CIA. A, yeah, you, you, you're, you're, you're like a contract killer now because you've got the knowledge. But they literally you know every fucking street, nook, cranny, avenue, drive, close whatever in London and so I would say Uber champion you everywhere else in the world now does Italy have a knowledge or does uh, Paris have the knowledge like type of no. cab drivers that well I don't know I'm just saying I'm going to say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no I don't know but because in I've London, tried to get a coffee in Paris and if they're too busy sweeping because they're not big on customer yeah, service like, smoking hey, so, my, so my granddad did he have the knowledge 
my granddad had the knowledge. His name is George Jackson. Nice. Because he's on my mum's side. So George, and I always sound like George, because they're Londoners, and my nana, who's Lil, Lily, would say, can you hear Lily? That's Lily, how normal people saying Lil, Lil. What's, can I have a question for you? Yeah. Because I hear this a lot, and when I, when I watched my second favorite movie of all time, I, I have to pause it and I have to slow it down a little bit to mm-hmm, watch it. Mm-hmm. But I love Sexy Beast, and I love the. the oh I, I fucking hell! Lo- can't shit fuck. <laughs> if you love swear words, Ray Winston, and isn't it um, uh, Gandhi? Yes. Swear so much. Can't you call me fucking? You cunt? fucking can't. Like oh he, God, but it's brilliant. The Cockney like, accent. Cockney accent. London. Where does the, is that Special. London as well? Yeah. But it is only London. It's only London. Is it footballers that mostly no. call Cockney? So here's the thing with Cockney. That's what I'm getting into. All right, let's yes. go to Cockney. Let's go to Cockney. Cockney. Because I want to say cunt properly. And I feel like I say it's like, it. It's almost with an A. You fuck, f- Like fucking and cunt. Instead of you have A's, you fucking cunt. You fucking cunt. No, fucking cunt. Fucking cunt. Go up with cunt. 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 Not that up. <laughs> Damn it. I know. It's, it's going to take it's some time, difficult. people. But... So it, it, it's dying. The Cockney, the Cockney accent is dying. So first of all, it's time to say Cockney. <clears throat> Cockney. So the the and you know get at me at Devo Keith on Instagram, Twitter, wherever you want, or uh, at Talking During Movies. Yeah. To correct me, but as I understand it, Cockney rhyming slang. So London was built up from small farmsteads. Okay. Uh, like several hundred years ago and then it began to turn into hamlets which is like smaller than a village like just a collection of people trading milk eggs plowing building and then they realized oh london is on an inlet which you know like a, a there was a river that went yep. out to the to the thames that went out to the the north sea that connected us to other places so english people are like oh we can now trade so that's how the world was built on how can we take our goods to other people and get their goods to us and that's how everything grew so london and there's an amazing book and i forget ken follett as i was trying to remember earlier the author is is so nerdy none of your listeners will read this but the book is called uh londinium and uh it was by ken follett and he oh and he also wrote the pillars of the earth Amazing books. Which one was which? Londinium was the London one. But it was how London turned from a small sleepy hamlet on a hill to what the fuck it is today. One of the busiest, most expensive cities in the world. A a financial kingpin. Everything in the world that you want, you can find in London. But it started off as like a small trading post and just basically people living there. And then one person brought in cocaine and business and, ideas oh, were born. Oh, you, bought, you bought goats <laughs> that bought rats that bought the bubonic plague. I mean, there's, there's a fantastic history in London. But some at some point, um, there was uh, Sir Robert Peel, who was a lawmaker who ended up being knighted by the king or queen, whoever was in charge then. Don't ask me who. I have my wires crossed and there's so many kings and queens. We had to memorize in history. You guys had like what? 47 presidents or some shit to memorize. Good luck with fucking 5,000 years of history of kings and queens. Like, I don't know anything about anything because my brain can't hold that information. But whoever was in charge, Victorian around Victorian, pre-Victorian, they decided this is a lawless town. 
Yeah. We cannot do this anymore. It might be like the time when they decided we need sheriffs, we need deputies, we need someone in this wild, wild west of America to fucking keep law and order. So Robert, Sir Robert Peel was uh, in charge of this police force, and that's why you get the name Bobbies because ah. they were his men that went out and you know policed the town of London, which was a town then. Um, so now you have this newly uh, formed police force of men, I will say men, because there were definitely no women then, going out and fucking getting their sticks and hitting people and saying, you can't do that, it's legal, mate. Uh, but yeah. then there was a definite seedy undertone of, of Lon- old London tan, as they called it. Tan is town. Yep, but again, I'm with you. Remember changing the syllable sounds to, mm-hmm. to London. Um, if you've watched Peaky Blinders, if you've watched... I like Peaky Blinders a I, lot. I can't get into it. I keep fucking trying. But if you watch Taboo, Taboo is another amazing show. Is it on Prime or Netflix? I can't remember. No, it's on... But it's Tom it's, Hardy. Is it the Tom other Hardy. one? Hulu. Is it Hulu? FX. FX. Thanks, man. It's fucking good. I find that way better and I like it better than um, the Peaky, Peaky Blinders. I do. See, I'm the opposite. Can't get into Peaky, but... Because Peaky Blinders, you know why? Because they're fucking Mancunians. They're up north. They're not in London. I'm a southerner. <laughs> fucking northern monkeys. Fucking southern drank... Wait, hang on. I'm doing a snatch quote now. Fucking northern monkeys. Fucking southern drinking shit. Hang on. Fucking hell. Fucking southern shanty drinking fairies. That's from, that's from Lock, Stock and Two Smoking yes, Barrels. If you remember, there's a big North South divide. There is. Anyway, so Piggy Blinders up North, can't relate. You uh, like your Southern people, that's your I'm, from, I'm, I'm a Southerner, right? I'm fucking Southerner. You would you'd probably like drink. a drink that was named after me. Well, I, I named it. I'm on a menu. I'm on a, I'm on a menu at a Southern California restaurant. It's called JJ's Specials. Uh-huh. And there's two there. There is the Paps Mosa, which is PBR and OJ. <coughs> Only served, only served in a forty-ounce schooner. That's disgusting. And, and that's a Donald Duck mm-hmm. in South America because they keep their beer at somewhat room temperature, and you pour ice cold orange juice into it, and it cools off your beer. It's delicious. All right, that's disgusting. And there's the Trailer Park Iced Tea, PBR, scoop of ice, squeeze a lemon, effervescent, refreshing, dances on your tongue like sunshine. Man, you have fucking soy drinking. <laughs> that's disgusting. Anyway, hey. so back when this yes. fucking criminal element like Peaky Blinders, all right, mate, fucking hell, fish and chips, all that shit, were coming up and they were trying to, they weren't even like moving drugs and shit. They were just uh, just, just trying to do shady shit, right? They were yeah. trying to avoid the coppers. They were trying to avoid the old bill. They were trying to avoid, you know. This is when the, the, the billy club and the, the leather thing with the metal so I don't know what that thing's called. Cool, yeah. So they were trying to avoid the old bill. I don't know why we, I could Google that, but that's what we call the police, the old yep. bill. And there was actually a TV show when I was growing up called The Bill because it was about the police. Like Ooh. it was like it was like the ER but with police, you know? So it was, it was R. Cagney and Lacey. No, no, no. It was more like ER but Cagney about and Lacey was about the police, how dare you? The no, first lesbian. That was a cop drama show. about two people. First lesbian cop show. Sure, but <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but no. No. Anyway. So you've got all these fucking, you know, wheeler and dealers, shady blokes coming out. All right, mate, you want some of this? I've got some fucking horse manure in the back. You want some? They're all trying to do their shady business. Yep. But there's causes, as some people call them. Northerners call them causes. Fucking hell. Cops, police, you know, old Bill, whatever, bobbies, all walking around. And so 
the market salesmen, the stall holders, the, you know, in the markets, the wheeler and dealers, that all right, mate, I've got this, I've got that, what do you want, what do you need? They started making their own language up so the police wouldn't understand. Ah. And that is what is called Cockney rhyming slang. Okay. So there would be uh, a time when, let's say, you and so I... So we say, call that Pig Latin? Sort of, but not really, because Pig Latin is very predictable, and you can figure out Pig Latin, but you can't always figure out Cockney rhyming slang. Because it has rules, and then it doesn't have rules, and then it has rules that supersede both of those rules. So it's like you either know it or you fucking don't. You can sometimes guess it, yeah. but you will never get it 100% right. Like in Sexy Beast, there's some parts you guess. Yeah. Because... Like, do you remember in, uh, is it Snatch or looks like... When is it... Snatch is, Snatch is by far out. the worst. Because it needs subtitles. No, it's worse for you because you don't speak English. I don't but, speak Cockney. Because it's good. Because it's like fucking hell, John. You've got more than a monkey here in your Skyrocket. Right, so monkey is, is the amount of money that he has. And Skyrocket is pocket. Which, Skyrocket, yeah. pocket. But Cockney rhyming slang doesn't always rhyme the second word with the word that you're replacing it for. Sometimes it's the first word. So that is where we get to confuse everyone. We get to confuse the Americans. We confuse the... I say we family companies what? but you, it's like a confusion it's like a smoke and mirrors don't Australians do this as well and I know but you guys drop your they do but they have, they have different ones but, but we also ones, share yeah. other newer ones together yeah yeah. we're not trying to exclude you come in on it um, come in on it get in here I'm here to come in on it just I stop am. saying bloody hell fish and chips I don't say any of that no, so many people do when they I don't it's, it's like I, I have a, my dear friend Hayden Kemp I took him to Montana which in, in, from Australia. Who's Hayden Kent? He's a buddy of mine. Uh, he said it player, like he was famous. I was uh, like, oh, wow. Very, very you, good, know, very, you, know, you know Hayden Kemp? A very famous Australian tennis player. And his dad is a, uh, one of the, like, his family. So he founding, is, or he is. Founding bankers in Australia. Very wealthy. Oh, oh. Oh, hashtag affluence friends. And I drove him <laughs> to Montana, and I told him we were leaving LA. It was about five hours oh. away. It's a 24-hour drive. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's rich. We're not fucking flying. I couldn't afford to fly. He should have paid for you. Why didn't he pay for you? No, it's the expense with the experience. So he kept driving. He's like, how much farther? I go, it's not much farther. You asshole. That's like the probably <laughs> biggest prank I've ever heard of. <laughs> we had so much fun in my Montana. God, if you were so, my boyfriend, I mean, I might have loved you, but I would have like slit you from ear to ear because I drove to Montana once. From great, Austin, isn't I was it? Dead. My Montana's God. beautiful. Montana's amazing. I was dating, I was living in Austin, as I do now, and I was dating a guy in Dallas. And so I said, I'll just drive up to you. And, and we'll then just we'll, stop in Montana. And no, well, we, the plan was stop in Denver, drive to Montana. And he's like, yeah, it's fine. Fucking God. And I was like terrified because I'm not good in long journeys. And it's because once when I was living in Dallas, some girlfriends wanted to go to New Orleans. And I was like, yeah, fine. That's nothing. It's like just a few hours down the road. Hashtag don't remember how big America is. Hashtag live in a country that you can drive up and down the country twice before you get out of Texas. Uh, and so we drove. I drove because those bitches wanted a drink and I didn't trust them. And I was like, I'll drive. It's like what, five hours? From Dallas to New Orleans, 10 hours. Did Shreveport? So, sir, uh, on the way back, I was like, it's not my car. I'm flying home. I bought a flight and I went home. And so I was dreading my drive with my boyfriend of the time from Dallas to Montana we stopped we weren't even out of the state of Texas and that guy had already started fucking bitching and was being a real dick and so I'm kind of why was he bitching if he's 
Oh, when he went the wrong way, and it wasn't me, I wasn't navigating. Like, oh. He had taken the wrong turning, and we'd gone like an hour or the other way. And I was like, it's yes. fine, let's just play another game with I Spy or something. And I oh. can believe how nice I was being, because sometimes I worry that I'm not very nice. I'm just a little too real. And uh, it was fine, but I was like, you're the worst. And, but when I got to Montana, it's it was pretty incredible. Nice. It's incredible. And we drove back through. Um, Jackson Hole. Yeah, and Jackson we went, great. And we went to Jellystone. Can you yeah. imagine me growing up watching, uh, you know, uh, what's his Yogi name? Yogi Bear? Yeah, Yogi Bear and little Barney. Yeah. And I get to see Jellystone. Yep. It's amazing. You know they got a Jellystone just right outside of Dallas. It's been there for about 15 years. Hang on a second. <laughs> so you got Jellystone Park. Jellystone, Jellystone. Is this a joke? I'm nope. trying to figure it's out your joke. Deal. It's there's a real no deal. geyser there. No, there's no geyser but there. It's, that's no fun. Does he still your picking? No, I'm not even gonna hey, go there. Boom, boom. That's, that's too hey, late. Boom, but boom. I was really excited. I was really excited. It's a, it. it's a good it's a good drive. I don't know. I I like I like road trips. My wife hates them. She wow, did. I know. You just told me about you and your daughter. Yeah, like, we. I Mrs. I live. You're an angel. She well, she flies. She just meets us there. Okay, so, yeah, guys, give me your bags. See you there. Oh, I take her bags. So she'll fly a legion okay, somewhere. Then, oh, then you have to check in. Yeah. So she just checks in. I'm just like, Burr, drive up. I don't. I like to determine when I'm going to leave, when I'm going to do things. Like a good twenty-hour road trip. Control freak also weirdly loves the road. Yep, and I think it's fun to stop in all these towns. It is when you and buy the local beers. I just fill up on all these crazy beers. I have a good time. I get you and your daughter, who's five, get wasted. Wasted on chocolate. (laughs) We hang out, we, we go into local diners. But, and then you, you also, listen, this is the great thing, and this is what I, I was trying to point out. I can't remember if you left a tangent or I just finished my tangent. But, you know, even if you don't have the time, and I have no children, so I have a little extra income. I was talking about this on the show today. I don't want to seem unrelatable, but I don't have kids. And I don't, you know, I don't have any other outcome, outgoings apart from me. So I have yeah. extra money to travel and do the things I want to do. But I would just recommend travel with your kids, even if it's just in state or in, you know, the Austin area. Go to parks, go to do this stuff, go and see the world's biggest ball of twine, which I'm sure you and your daughter have stopped off at and seen yeah. such relatable items. Well, you have to, and, and go and leverage your network. So I'm very yeah. fortunate. I know Chef Drew, Twenty Four Diner, Irene's, Cook Oh Brooke, yeah, I know all those. those guys. Yeah. So we'll go in. Hi Drew. We'll go in, Hi, and, and uh, he'll make Harvard mac and cheese. She's got a, a guy who competed on Iron Chef making mac and cheese. And she's like, oh, that's really good. I'm like, no shit, it's really good. But it's not to make her unrelatable in some way. It's to make her more relatable in the fact of your kid, your kid, your teen, your young adult, your adult, know how to act in a restaurant, know how to treat a waiter and waitress, know how to treat a bartender, know how to tip the cook when something's good, like bring them over. Hey, I know it's really busy in here. Can the maitre d' please come over? Sure. Hey, here's some money. This is for the cook. Thank you uh, very much. Now I feel like a fucking dick because I've never tipped the cook. Oh, I buy him a drink or I tip him all the time. Well, now I feel like a fucking asshole. Okay, do Why? you have assholes? Can we pause this so I can pee or does this not happen? Do you ever pee? Uh, I mean, I don't pause. Go. I'll just keep talking. Oh, you're going to keep talking about it? Yeah, yeah, you go pee. It's fine. I, I gotta, I gotta on, on, on your way back, you can grab a beer for me for a minute. Yes. What are you going to talk about? I'm going to have to go back and things. listen. No, you'll food. be fine. Don't worry about it. You gonna, never pause why and just would come I back? Do, well, no, why would I pause? Why don't you do that? They will know. They will not know. <laughs> They'll know now. We're talking about it. It's called it. hashtag editing. I don't edit any of this. All right, well. Oh, you shit. 
<laughs> no, no, no. Now, that, now that's been mentioned quite a few times. As a broadcasting professional, I would say maybe you should. I'll be right back. I want a wee. Hold on. I believe I'm a Bob broadcasting professional. How dare you? Do you get paid so, for this? What's that? Do you get paid for this? Yes. Can you I say do. yes for the question mark? No, we make we make a couple of bucks on this. Nice. I don't. I don't like to talk about it because then Jason Dick's gonna want some money from me. Don't give him any money. I'm not going to. So, folks, uh, for those of you that are wondering, uh, we're we're still watching the movie. Chevy Chase is trying on hats. As a person who doesn't wear a lot of hats or uh, doesn't, I don't know, I'm not, I wear like a ball cap. That's all I can really wear. You got the ball cap. Beverly Angelo's wearing something, some weird Shangri-La hat. Ooh, bonjour, fevivi, Marie, c'est bon. And then the daughter's putting on something with a, with a, if you have to put a hat on with a, with a stretchy string that holds it onto your fat chin, don't wear the hat. Do not just don't. It's not, you're not a hat person. You got a big poofy fucking thing of hair. And, and if you're American, don't go to Europe and start buying clothes. All right, you're gonna come back like, like, like Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future. Okay, they are 10 years ahead of us. Look at the clothes, take some pictures, think about what you want, what you like, what you wouldn't like. Hard pause, then go home and wait. Wait for that fashion to slowly cross the Atlantic. Just come across, bada boom, bada bing. And we've got the daughter here, she's in a black leather jacket. You know, Beverly D'Angelo, once again, by the way, a great looking woman. Uh, she does not get enough acclaim for being, um, uh, being a, a piece of eye candy for our good friend uh, Chevy Chase, but still, she's a great actress and, and it's uh, the only thing, uh, you know, that um, you got her good, her great acting. The, the kid comes out, he looks like a fucking character from Return of the Jedi, like a total douchebag. It's horrible. American, Chevy Chase looks like he plugged himself into Tron. Jesus Christ, he's wearing slip-ons before slip-ons were slip-ons. This is horrible fucking fashion. Don't do European fashion. Don't do it. You come over. It's not all like that. It, it doesn't have to be. I'm just saying Americans. It's not like that now. No, I'm just saying, you don't buy it. You don't buy it over there when it's some in some store you take pictures, you think about it, and you've got five years to wait till that shit comes over here. That's true. <laughs> That's exactly. Also, thank you. Thank you so much, Matt. It is uh, so yeah. So you gotta you know you gotta you gotta look at those things. By the way, folks, in case you're wondering, dive bar, Austin, Texas. Uh, don't worry, the neighbors are gonna leave soon. Matt's assured me of that, and this place is gonna get Next a door, band. The, the vegan people, or whatever. Yeah, they, 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 oh, you made. He made a face. He's like, I mean, I don't want everyone to know, but for last sure. Night, last night, my boyfriend looked at me, and he's like, I was eating a spring roll, and he's like, how do you eat that vegan crap? And I'm like, babe, I've told you I'm not a fucking vegan. Like, this has that generic, cheap fucking crab stick shit in it. It was like a, you know. Oh, I want to. It was rice paper. It was very nice and healthy. I can't believe it's not crab. Like, I can't shit, believe it's right? not butter. It's, just, it's pressed fish. It's white fish. Is it fish? I, I, I'm not right, saying it, that. It might be able to, uh, made up fish, whatever. But he, he's like, I'm so glad you're not vegan. And I'm like, you know what? Stand, hold on there, sir. Stand back while I get indignant because 
you better love me if I was because I am so much more than just a vegetarian, libertarian, healthy eating, Are you recycling mother. I don't know what libertarian means. <laughs> Maybe I should just say liberal. I am just not a fucking twat, is what I think. Like, I believe in being kind to everyone and taking care of the planet, looking after children like they're your own looking out for old people, um, being responsible guardians oh, of the planet. Did you just say you babysit for me? Oh, actually, I'm a, <laughs> you know what? It's funny because I'm actually allergic to children. It's like some weird dander that they have. But I do care about your children. It's, it's weird. When uh, she's not around me. You should see. Uh, so my, uh, our friend, Leslie, Dirty Bills, mm-hmm. she hates kids. She's on the record. I do not hate kids. I love she's, kids. She's on the record. She doesn't like kids. I just don't oh, want any. Fresh on the record. Stamped, sealed, approved, signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. No, oh. <laughs> but no, you're gonna say Lizzie hates kids. She's not expecting. No, she's expecting some kids out of the old mother hole. No, she is. Uh, but she loves mine. Oh, because because so, she's a cutie. Well, my daughter, we're hanging out. We all go grab lunch one day, and he's like, "I thought we were gonna talk business." I go, "We are." She goes, "Not with the kid." I go, "Trust me, she she likes to go to business meetings." So we're talking about stuff, and she walks over and she goes, "Dad." I'm like, yes, Harper. May I go ask Miss Leslie a question? I go, you may. She walks over, taps her on the knee. Miss Leslie, she goes, yes, Harper. She's like, I would just like to say, well, it's not a question. You look pretty today. And then came back over and sat down. And Leslie was like, I mean, she can hang out. She wins. (laughs) She wins. She wins. (laughs) But she's not being the answer. She's not high maintenance. No, but, you know, going back to what I just said, you're kind of looking at me like, oh, you like it? I believe, and... Maybe yeah, you probably figure this out about me. If you want to call me a liberal tree hugger, whatever. I don't. I don't know that because I I didn't grow up here, so I haven't been formed by like a political view or anything. And I just am what my heart makes me. And I was sure. I was my my parents were married till I was about eight, but my dad's wish was that we would continue our Catholic school education. My mum not religious, but brought up Church of England. My dad. Pretty religious. His Church family, of England, and, and I mean this, uh, uh, King James? Uh, Church of England is, no, Church of England was King, uh, whatchamacallit, who made that happen? King Henry. Because, you yeah, know, King James, the King James Bible is just King James telling the Pope, fuck off, I'm going to make the Bible readable for everybody. I, I don't know about the King James Bible, but I know that... Um, I know too much. The Church of England was basically like, oh, I'm Catholic. No, I want to get divorced. Okay, so let's make a new church. Oh, okay, so that's King Henry VIII. That okay. So basically, it's like they call it here. They call it Catholic, like Episcopalian, whatever you want. But mm-hmm. so that's what my mom. She just, well, she just didn't believe. Like my mom's not a believer, but my dad was very Catholic. Are you a believer? No. So you don't believe in God at all? No. Okay. So my mom was. Uh, so I have a question for you, then, real quick. Yeah. So as as a, and I find this fascinating, right? Because this, are you this, a believer? I am. But so you I, still are, even though after you like you're kicked out and all that oh stuff. Oh yeah, and I've, 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 I have more baggage. But you don't have a religion, or you do you have a religion that you're tied to? No, or? not that I'm tied to, but I have pastor friends, like my buddy so Mike. My buddy Mike Geary. If, if if you had to make it simple for somebody from another planet, which group would you put yourself in? I would be in the Christian group, but on the group where Jesus looks down and goes, "I can't believe those other fuckers are on my team." Like those idiots. Yeah, like, okay. Jimmy Swagger. So uh, you're a good man. Who happens to believe in God? Yep. All right. Here's here's the funny thing, and this is this is why I bring it up. I find it fascinating 
that the people who seem to love the earth the most, the people that seem to be most worried about where we're going to go as a society. You say the earth, you mean people. No, I mean the, the planet, just the planet so earth. So like the environment. Yeah, the environment. So the people who traditionally are not believers are also the champions of environmental causes, of, of protecting animals. Yeah, of, me of, then. Yeah, of you. Yes, me so then. you. And what, what blows my mind is that it is, those are the functionalities, the core functionalities when you look at what Christ taught, love your neighbor as yourself, love the earth, exactly. right? Yep, do unto others. Do unto others, they do unto you. That's my number one thing. And, and am I Christian? No, no, more importantly, how is it that whether you believe or not is inconsequential, but the fact that the, the people that do believe that are Christians, a majority of them, don't have the same philosophies as you, yet your philosophies follow what their teacher taught. Yeah. It's it's fascinating to me. I love how you put that. Because as growing up, that is probably what pushed me away from the church, is that... The assholes or or the um, cunts? It it was the... (laughs) (laughs) Gosh. You put that so succinctly. Like, this is lovely and refreshing to have a conversation with somebody because I'm not not anti-religious people. I'm not anti... Oh, I am. In a de- to a degree, hold on, okay. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll expand Please, on that. Yeah. You're a religious, but, or let's say you're a spiritual. Uh, maybe, would you call yourself more spiritual than religious? Oh, no, no. I'd be spiritual. Yeah, I don't, spiritual. I don't okay. like religion. That's, so, that's okay, so then, uh, then you're right. So I'm not against spiritual people or people that believe in God at all. I want everybody to be happy. My boyfriend, and I haven't even told this on the show, I love him. Breaking news. And I hope he is the last boyfriend I have. Like... Maybe I'll have another one. I don't know. Like, I love men. But who wants to go through dating again? But he told me the other day. Are you listening over there? You're the only other oh, witness. Oh, I feel Matt. like there's no one listening except you. <laughs> my, Matt's taking notes. My boyfriend. And like I said, it's only been three or four months. But we're, we're intimate, not just sexually, but more oh, fun. Actually, I fell asleep. <laughs> so it's, called, it's called tummy time. Sorry, good. We, got, we got some of that Sunday. But Monday was his birthday, and I fell asleep, and I felt like a real dick. But, uh, um... You heard my honeymoon story. How can you feel like a dick? Okay, so <laughs> this might be worse than me dating someone who's super religious. Like, not that anyone super religious would want to date me. Maybe they would. If they fell in love with me and they accepted me for not being religious as I am, I've always found that hard to accept that maybe that, that would happen, but maybe it would. Because I would, if yeah. so maybe it should. But um, he just told me the other week, and I haven't talked about this on the show, but guys, he says he wears fucking flip-flops with jeans. I'm sorry, you're dating an adult? Or are you dating a frat boy? <laughs> I met him, he's got a firm handshake. <laughs> he's got a firm handshake like an adult. <laughs> he drives an Audi. He drives an Audi? He has a good job. Fucking hot and has a nice ass. His dick is like he's well, he's well perfect preserved. for someone else, but it works for me. And like I haven't seen it yet because we've only been dating since it's been cold. But he someone tells that, me so, he wears flip flops like out to dinner. We'll go fucking Ujiko. He's gonna wear flip flops and jeans. Also, by the way, the first time I saw him in jeans, they were boot cut. Oh my god, I need help. I love him. Here's, 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 the, here's the positive. No, there's no positive. There is. Here Jason. Is. Here it is. I have to kill him or me. Here it is. Here's the positive. 
he can't sneak up on you in flip flops because you're gonna hear him. <laughs> They're so noisy. <laughs> you're gonna hear the sweat of the foot just slapping that leather. Sake. Leather ones. Oh, he's gonna invest in like a forty dollar pair of fucking rainbows. Rainbows are just gonna wear down. Disgusting. No, no, I'm here's, gonna, no, here's what I'm you do. I'm gonna shame him out. No, you don't. No, you don't shame him. You don't. Burn them. No, you don't. How do I do it? Look at you. What You're is, wearing boots what is, and jeans. What and is a the cutest? Cool black what is, denim shirt. What's the cutest thing you have that he can't get mad Clothing? at? Nope. Oh. You've got Alfie, and if you train Alfie to he chew flip flops, if you train Alfie to eat flip flops, oh. he'll oh. net. Oh, oh, big brain on oh. Brad. Start bringing flip flops in the house and sprinkle a barbecue sauce on those. Saying that, look. He loves George. George is my cat. You do not. You think you can train train George to if piss I on a pair of flip flops? Do you know how bad cat George, piss that'd smells? That'd be better because he loves George. Uh, so, I think he might love George better than me. If I could train George, piss on his flip flops. Flip flops. Just piss on him. God damn. Because cat piss. Seriously, fucking flip flops in public? No, flip flops are for two things: beach pool. Flip. I don't even. You're a goddamn fucking grown up. You do not wear flip flops to work, Jason Dick, my boyfriend. Whoa. He wouldn't Dude. wear them to work. That's the thing. He respects life. Would not wear them to work. Saying that, I will say yes. I lived in Newport Beach for twenty years. Oh, that's I never that's, wore flip flops out. Beach Central. I never wore flip flops out. You know why? You should. Adult. Yes, you're an adult. I see this man. in Jason Dick. And I like when a woman sucks on my toes for them to be in my boots nice and warm and <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Lulled her into a mat, lulled her right into it. Like, We're on the same page. I'm, thinking, he just... I'm looking at his boots too. I'm thinking, oh, I like those boots. Like nice this. boots. Fine, my oh, wife hates Lord. these boots. She's like, Your I, wife hates them? She, she bought me nicer flip them boots. Up. Flip them up. I know. They just, I don't they, like the back flip. Like, flip I know. Up. They can flip up. Flip them up. It's fine. So I they just, flip down just because when I pull them on. I just need to do a little, like, an, uh, to not be. So women can do this without being sexist. And for men, it might be like, well, I've got to change it. I've got to make it do this. I just don't want my boyfriend wearing bootcut jeans because they're from the 90s, early 2000s. He's a big fan of that era of music. And I don't <laughs> want him ever to wear flip-flops, except for if we're on the Unless, beach or at the pool. And he's so, wearing his bootcut jeans at the beach in the with flip-flops. With the flip-flops. God and then pulls them down, and he's got that... Um, Who's that? Who's that new 007? Who's our 007 guy with this with the well, tights? We're hoping it's Idris Elba, but I don't think yeah. it is. Wait, is it being announced? No, not yet. But who? What the other guy? The guy before? The white guy? The British guy? Daniel Craig. Yeah, when he had the tight shorts on, he was almost getting dick the out. The strong trunks one. I. By the Why way, when that make, happened, I was dating a guy. I pulled that picture up. We were going on vacation. I was like, get these shorts, and he did. Fuck yeah, buddy. So. As long as he, can wear, his boot, he can wear his bootcut jeans over those shorts when he goes to the beach, you can pull them down. And you're like, well, welcome to bootcut jeans. My boyfriend is of the school of short shit is stupid. Short shit. Like, make I'll tell you look. what. I thought that was it until I went to Brazil until and I went. I went to the goddamn beach. And when I was in board shorts, by the way, if you work your quads, show them off. You don't have to be up to fucking ball level shorts. You don't have to be. Oh, up I wore the mid- I wore the speedo to Fuck. the beach. Did you really? Are oh, you yeah, lying to me, no, Jason no, no, no. Jepson? Did it for two weeks. High five your, right now. Not your tax dollars. I don't believe you were here yet. Mm. Maybe you were. I'll, I'll, I'll retroactively pay for that. When you were when you were selling stone, mm. I, I, I slung rock. You slung rock. That's for what a we while. said. Slung rock. The Department of Commerce sent me down to Brazil to do. Uh, oh, and you wore a little. And I and I and I went to first day. I went to the beach. 
because everyone does. And I was just like, oh, board shorts, that's what I wear. Board shorts. I, I lived in Newport dick. Beach. Board shorts suck a dick. They're fucking horrible. I get down there. And they make you look skinnier than you are. And everyone's staring at me. And, I was, and my buddy Andy was with me. And, we're, You're and an alien. We, we both looked at each other and we're like, yeah. we're fucking morons. So <laughs> we, we left the beach right away. Did you take a girl with you to go shop or you just went to a shop and was like, went to a shop with Brazilian shorts. chicks working in there. I was like, what would you like to see me in? And she goes, these black Speedos. And mm. I said, sold. Mm. Mm. I can't, you can't and see I went, this, I went, but I'm rubbing my chest right now. <laughs> guys, I, don't deny your legs and don't skip and my day. As, you know, maybe, a, on my, a, maybe on my, my gravestone that I'll never have because I want to be burned up on a funeral pyre with no box. No, don't you want to be doing the thing where you become a tree? Yeah, either that or a tree. But do don't, tree, don't do tree, fucking please. waste That's me. Don't do. waste things on me. But yeah. just, just keep it short. Leg days? Keep it short. Don't leg days leg and day. four days out of the week basketball. Great calves. How many, day, how many days a week do you do legs? Leg days. Is I just, two, I, do, two, I, do, I do, I do one, I do one leg day, but I do. Like, I'm just getting back so, into it. Like, off day, off day. My least favorite saying from gym people. <laughs> off day is three miles, two hundred squats, hundred push-ups. Mm. The three, two, one. You listen to this guy? Are you listening, people out there? Thursday. That's my Thursday <laughs> that workout. Fucking off day. That's my Thursday workout. So because my knees hurt. Oh. And then Friday I play hoops for two and a half hours. Saturday I, I do. Hoops. That's what I do. I'm an old man. 45 schooling kids. I sent this reporter to the Super Bowl. So he's going to the Super Bowl to, and he's covering the celebrity basketball game that the company I work with is, is doing. And he goes, you're going to be there. And this guy is 6'11". Oh, wow. Young, young kid. How tall are you? You're very tall. Kids. You're very six, tall, but in an amazing three. proportion. Oh, thank you. Not sexually harassing you, but you got some bullshit oh, going you. on. Thank you very much. You're very kind. But we were uh, we're messing around. Oh, maybe I am sexually. <laughs> no, you're not, because you're married. I know you are. She's lovely. <laughs> okay. well, how I, tall are you? Six two. Six two. And this dude yeah. was how tall? He's like six ten, six eleven. Oh, so I play basketball hell. against Fucking him. Fucking hell, John. And I beat him. I we regularly I regularly beat him. And he, he will guard me. He's like no more game winning shots for you. And we have a lot of fun jarring back and forth. So I hook him up with the guy who's running the Super Bowl thing, and we're doing a celebrity basketball game. And I said, uh, you know, take care of him. Get him a jersey. Let him sit courtside, whatever he needs. And my buddy Jesse goes, of course, I'll take care of Gabriel, whatever he needs. And uh, Gabriel goes, are you coming, Jason? And this is all over text. And I'm like, no, no, I'm staying home. They don't want a 45-year-old beating up these young guys in a celebrity basketball That's game. brilliant. And Jesse chimes and he goes, yeah, Jason doesn't need to be here. And then to, without provoking, I was joking around, <laughs> Gabriel, the guy I play against who played college ball, goes, you should really have Jason out there. He would fuck some people up. Oh, and I was, like, I was like, just want to screen capture this. <laughs> a professional <laughs> ball player. I'm going to send this to my daughter. Over, I have an, I've had an email account for her since she was three months old. So I email her. Oh, when she's like 15, she's going to start if reading. Google's still around. Yeah, I hope so. That's really cute. I hope so. But I, I sent that to her. I'm like, you, your dad's going to. Your dad here. finally made it. Your dad finally got a couple of compliments. He's gotten three big ones. <laughs> Jesse May Pelusa. Came on his podcast and then shared it over her podcast with her 400,000 listeners. And I was just like, thank you, Jesse May. I call you my friend. And I text her a lot. She's like, shouldn't have given this guy my number. <laughs> She's got a boyfriend. And I'm married. But I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I see you're going to Vegas. You know, my brother uh, is one of Paul Mitchell's Elite Eight. He'll do your hair. Just let me know. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. That's good to know. Do you ever go to Vegas? I need hair help. Uh, you don't need hair help. You have good hair. I have ter- Okay, back to another random tangent. Please. I have terribly sensitive skin. It's not even fun to talk about dyeing my hair because it's like a three month uh, 
I, I, would, I would literally, I, I, and I, sorry for listeners, I was like scratching myself horrendously, but I have three or four different skin lotion applications in my handbag that I'm ready at any point to squirt, rub, squeeze, you know, delineate on myself because I'm so sensitive. But fuck that shit. That's boring. No, no, it's... That is boring. Let's not talk about skin allergies. Okay. What have we started to talk about on this podcast that we didn't get back to? I know so one there's, thing... So there's one thing that we, I, want, I want to talk about. You go. About. Go. So there's one thing I, I really want to, want to chat with you about um, as they just take out the Statue of Liberty... Oh my God, I forgot that. They're coming back. They're, they're, com- they're way, coming back to we're America. We're talking about We're, we're going we're, we're to close out with, um, with uh, this okay. and then your final thought of what we came back with. Only you can prevent some You have parts. to play some uh, American Vacation song theme stuff. Holiday Road. Clint Eastwood. Too bad he's an old weirdo. Too so, bad he was... So for a long time... Side or aside? Side or aside when he was talking to the uh, chair. Clint Eastwood was uh, on record as the oldest guy I would fuck. Would I ever have the chance? What about John Paul DeGiorgio? Have you met him? <laughs> yeah, I have. Sorry, My no, brother works directly okay. with him. No, no. <laughs> no I've uh, never seen a picture of him. but And now I have to do the perpetual Jason and Deb dance around. Who is the oldest guy I would fuck? Because Jason... Put it in my brain. It's either Alan Alda or Alan Arkin. It's not the Mash guy. It's the Little Miss Arkin. Sunshine guy. Arkin. Oh, are you single, <laughs> Alan Arkin? Alan, you we'll may be seventy-eight. Mm. The oldest man I've ever slept with is. Let's see. I think about 46, 48. How old were you though? Oh, I was young. Well, but that doesn't beat the oldest age differential. What's your what's your di- age differential? What's the your, what's your oldest number? age differential, which means that this man should have gone to jail and had I been my own mother, mm-hmm. I would have garroted him. Yep. But my family were going through a bit of a traumatic situation. My dad was dying and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and it fucked me up for a few years. But for three years, I dated from 17 to... 20 about? Almost 21. A... When I met him, I was 17. He was 34. Oh, bro, you're gross. No, I wasn't gross. No, not you, not him. I'm not bro. At like that the guy. Point, oh, bro, you, I was like, like that guy is. This guy is picking me up at college and he's got a fucking brick car phone. We're going to eat out in TGI Fridays in style. We're going to Paris on vacation. I'm like, whoop, whoop. Oh, little did I know the mm. manipulation and the head games. Now, I'm not saying that every guy who's 34 who date a 17 year old are assholes but I think you fucking are but at that point my dad was dying for years he died when I was 18 and he was sick for a while died when I was 18 and I was clearly lost and I I moved to college when I was 17 I'm living on my own I just basically immediately move in with this older guy and um, he had like kids that two kids under 10 and uh, it was fucked up. Like, it was really fucked up. So now I'm, like, totally SJW, which, if you don't know, stands for Social Justice Warrior, yep. which I have always been, but without knowing that it had a moniker uh, for do not date women that are way too young for you. Not just because 
I know you want to get that young Kunana. Good luck, good for you. But don't don't rope them in and think, make them think that they are going to be part of your life or anything. Or don't, just don't do it. Just try and fuck within five years either way, all right? Well, depending on the age. It's a sliding scale. It's a sliding scale. Because if you're 18 and you're dating, you're fucking 13, no, no, that's wrong. So take that. Put maths on it, which I'm not very good at, and then figure it out. But figure it out. But yeah, no. Yeah. Listen, if you're, I, I, I mentally being a, a man, right? You can, you can relate. You can, you can make this relatable and go. You want someone young and fun. If you do, here's the thing. If you want someone young and fun, I think that's fantastic. But here's what you do, and I mean this seriously. So. All of you old perverts out there that are my age, <laughs> looking at 22-year-olds, going, that's nice. And your age I, is 46? 45. 45. Remember, remember, so remember yeah. these pieces of wisdom from me, please. One, more than likely, she is eating and drinking food that as soon as you see it will make your ass jiggle for a week. And she will be able to eat it and wonder why you're getting fat. <laughs> oh my God, I never B, thought about that. B. The other thing that you don't think about is because you have a nice, healthy diet, you generally have good stool. And this girl's going to be shitting through a screen door every Sunday morning for about four hours while she's throwing up because you decide to order that extra bottle of champagne and then go to Tina's Pizza Rolls because she thought they were so cute because she couldn't believe what happened when Becky got them the last time. So you're going to have, you're going to, your whole sexual Sunday that you would have with a normal 35-year-old woman where you're going to bone down and lay down and have a good time and maybe order in some favor and then fuck again, that's gone, all right? It's gone because someone's got loose bowels, all right? What else? Three. Yes, I want to hear this. You're fucking gross, man. Listen, stop eye-fucking people. Play in your age range. If you've got a six-pack and you're 45... Good for you. I'm glad you're on TRT and you've got a boner that'll last for days. That's fantastic. All right. But take your pre-ejaculating ass and go somewhere else in your Ferrari, preferably to, I don't know, Idaho, where there's going to be an older woman with pineapple earrings and platinum blonde hair and fake eyelashes that's been running that diner for the last 17 years. Give her the money and attention that she Mm -hmm. deserves. Love on her and learn how to just, you know, learn how to grow old gracefully. I love the fact 10 years ago when I was running six miles every morning and playing basketball every day, that I had a six pack and I looked good. I loved it. But guess what? I'm also growing old gracefully. And my wife goes, I think I should lose a couple pounds. I'm like, shut your fucking mouth. First of all, don't say that in front of our kid. Secondly, you look gorgeous. Be you. Grow old together. Don't find someone that's going to try to catch up to you growing old so that you can drink them into a corner to where they look 52 when they're 25, you sick fuck. And then you're like, got to trade you in for a younger model. You dipshit. Stop. Stop being an asshole. All right? And finally, don't use your money and your and your worldly knowledge to manipulate someone into getting your way. Just listen. Find someone at your own pay scale. Find someone that you communicate with, not manipulate. This is why I didn't become a pastor. Because the easiest thing to do is manipulate people. I got done giving a sermon, and I walk back, and these people have heard this a ton of times. They're like, whoa, good. Yeah. Deb doesn't know, so shut the fuck up. I walk back and the guy's like, man, how'd you think about that sermon? I'm like, no, I can do it. He's like, that was really good. I go, did you see that? The emotion of making someone laugh and then cry back and forth within a minute? I did that four times. No one since I've been coming to this church has ever done that. 
I owned that audience. And this why guy looks at me. That? And this yes. guy looked at me, he's like, never become a pastor. And I was like, why? Because, hey there, Ted Haggerty, you want to do meth and get your dicks up by male prostitutes? I'm the only straight one in this fucking room that just wants to have sex with normal people and gamble in a pool hall and drink mm-hmm. beer. Fuck off, I'm out of here. Guys, find someone, and this will wrap it up in this full circle when you talked about whether this is your last boyfriend or not whether they're Christian or not, or Buddhist or not, and whether where, where, where you fit in the world of religion or not religion, or faith or not faith, or anything else, wherever that may fall, or spirituality or not, it doesn't fucking matter. What matters is, is can you sit across from someone that does not believe what you believe, and instead of trying to teach them, or train them, or push them, or drive them over to your side, can you have a conversation, respect each other's views, challenge each other in good, fun questions, and then drink a bottle of wine and go fuck each other's brains out and have a good time. And if you can't do that, find someone you can do that with. Because otherwise, it's, not, it's worthless. Stop trying to make people yours and instead try to make each other ours. Yeah. Where you share ideas, principles, and things that actually agree upon by disagreeing on everything. It's a beautiful thing. I think you're um, disjointed, angry, slash loving, viewing <laughs> of... Your worldview is exactly what more people need to say. And I believe, and I believe it wholeheartedly because as I, I, I never, coming here, I never really... Thought we were talking about this? No, <laughs> coming here to America. No, with you, we talked about this earlier. You texted me, what's off limits? I'm like, fucking nothing. And if it is, I'll say no. By the way, you have cold hands. Why are your hands so cold? I have bad circulation. Can we have uh, two more shots, please? Thank you. <laughs> By the way, get in the bathtub. But do not put my face in water where my butt's in. Are you an anti-butt? No, I'm a big love butt lover. Well, well, let's get back. To <laughs> yeah, we'll, we have another. We'll do another podcast. Because I am not done. I am enjoying this. And yes. I think what you just said was magical and moving, and I actually would love to. Not cancel out everything you just said, but let's talk about this another day. I I think you're magical and you're spreading magical shit. Not literal shit. Do you know how many I cleaned up four piles of shit today, by the way. I have a puppy. Yeah, my dog. I was gonna bring him, but I was like, no, I'm sure this man is a nice man who owns this bar. (laughs) Awful. That's like You're right, and you've said some amazing things and um the last two men that I gave my heart to, and you know, there are people out there, God, and I'm jealous of you, and maybe, thank you, darling, it just hasn't happened for me, or maybe it is a frequent love type of world that I live in, or I just, because I don't have children, and really, I'm not, I kind of wanted children, but I always kind of wanted to adopt children, like I do animals, and I'm not sure, like maybe that's why I haven't tied myself to someone for a long time. Um, and I hear you talk about it, and I'm like, that's fantastic. But um, I just think like having, uh... oh wait, I'll be completely honest right now, thinking about children, I went off to something else, and in my brain, <laughs> I, went, I, I started talking about my sister-in-law, who's just for you sick right now so Aww. god damn it what was I talking about um edit this in post I'm not editing I don't edit a thing god damn it I, hate I just don't edit it because I you want should people... edit no because not we... this but yeah, like but when we... I went to the toilet no because people listen 
the, the beautiful thing about this is long form conversation that people have. No one edits a conversation. Right, but and when I go to the toilet and I pee, it's not like you took the microphone with you. And it was me talking about weird hats and European fashion. I used to host a TV show, and there were multiple times I did not turn my lava mic off, and I went to the toilet, and they heard me go. Uh, but let me get back to like, yeah, yeah. I guess, how good of a person you are. Like you, seriously. You're very kind. Seriously, you are, and I'm not religious at all. But I, we share the same values, yeah. and we come into the world and we do the same things. And we think the same things, and we feel the same things, but we come at it from a different angle. Why can't we, as people, come together and say, just take care of everyone? It looks like this. And for those of you that can't see, because I'm, I'm not showing my affluence, I've got a dollar bill. And it's super simple. And, and what you, Deb have, is, you are affluent, because I have no dollar yeah. bills right now. Here's, here's what Deb's saying, and, and you can just do this with a friend. You hold the dollar bill up and you say, what are you looking at? And I say, I see a white, an old dead white guy's face. Um, I didn't, you know what the first thing I see is when you hold that dollar sure. bill up? Is, is this part of the thing? I yeah. see your finger holding it. Yeah, but what else do you see on the dollar bill? Uh, it says one underneath. Yeah. There's a No, 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 we disagree. Side. No, no, there's a white guy on this. Where? Yeah, exactly. That's the point. You guys, you're seeing the same thing. You're oh, caught up on the minutia of the bullshit of of someone not agreeing with you on one simple thing. You're caught up on that bullshit versus going, oh wait, uh -huh. look how thin the dollar bill is. That's what separates us. The minutia. Man. The dumb shit That's is what separates message. us. That's all that did. That's all that's there. And for some reason, religion and power controllers and assholes decide, you know what's better? Is if I make them think that this dollar bill is thicker than a wall and means more than a piece of paper. If I make them think that, then they're not going to know that the one and the dead white guy are the same goddamn thing. They're the same thing. And then we can sit down and go, okay, so what? Can we have a beer together? Of course. Can we talk about this? Of course. Can we do this? Yes. Can we go along our merry way and then look and say, there's my friend without some fucktard going, I'm sorry, I don't know if you can be friends because she's not part of the community. Which, brings, it, which brings us back full circle to the community of the cult we need to stop, which is Jason Dick, his mom, his ex-girlfriend, and some weird friend traveling to Europe to, I don't know, make flower arrangements, talk <laughs> in the microphone, have sex in some weird way that we don't want to talk about. And I mean, you know what honestly, Jake does? Do you know what Jake does? He just ruins everything. He just you know when they're going? Around Brexit. So thanks very much, Jake. Thanks very much, Jake. So folks, with that, um, one, hey, Deb, love you to death. Thank you so love much you. for being here. Uh, two, now is the time, your favorite time, people, when I'm done ranting and you get to hear my daughter sing about the first time she Aww. took a shit. Enjoy! Yeah. Mm -hmm.